Welcome to your business education station. This is Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Our mission is to educate women and people of color about the financial and legal aspects of business, personal finance, and changing your money mindset to create financial freedom. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Florence Seiler, CPA, and Attorney Althea DeVar Johnson. Well, good morning. Good morning, Miss Althea. How are you? Oh, I am back. How are you doing? <laughs> well, it's good to have you back. I was concerned about whether I was going to see you today. For real, for real. I was concerned, too. Because <laughs> you have been working it out in court. So whoever's on the opposing side... I feel sorry for them because you have been working it out, sister girl. I have been, <laughs> and we still going strong. What can I tell well, you? Good, good, good. Well, Alfie, I'm so glad you could join us today. And um, depending on how this court case goes, I hope you can join us for the rest of the month. Me but, too. <laughs> I know. But today, I think we're going to have some fun because, you know, you always tell me that, um, you know, we started calling budgets the b word here mm-hmm. on mind your business radio because uh most of our listeners and most of our clients don't want to talk about budgets right even people in our family i don't know it's kind of hard to even discuss the word budget in the household because and- they think it's so restricting and it's really not this is the basis of financial freedom right that's mm-hmm. right and people think it's restrictive it's difficult to talk about um, in your family if you're planning on getting married and then once you get married and have to put your finances together and one person might be accustomed to spending. We talked about that and the other person, uh, you know, has a plan. And so you guys have to sit together and try to put your heads together on an initial plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it says that um we got some statistics, of course, from our wonderful, wonderful intern. Absolutely. <laughs> but it says nearly one in three Americans prepare a detailed or written or computerized household budget uh, each month that tracks their income and expenses. But a large majority do not. So a large majority do not do a budget. It says Americans who prepare a detailed household budget are in the minority in the U.S., it is certainly possible that the ability to check one's bank account balance to get money at any time has caused fewer Americans to feel the need to budget. And we're going to talk about that because that is a very, um, that's, that is a misconception. Um, it says still good management of a family's finances and the avoidance of financial difficulties usually involves creating a, fin- a, fi- a family budget or financial budget. And so because you guys don't want to use the B word out there, we, you know, you don't want to use the word budget. Um, What's the new terminology? (laughs) Financial freedom. Okay. Plan. Financial freedom plan. Uh Uh-huh. I like that. You like that? (laughs) Okay. And we have a way for you to, uh, to actually create financial freedom, and we call the creation, the actual doing, instead of budgeting, it is doing your financial fitness. So in order to achieve financial freedom, you need to exercise financial fitness. How you like that one? You know I do. Okay. All right. That's better. <laughs> we see, we, it seems that people can, can actually digest that better than just talking about, um, a budget. Okay. So, so, so here's what there, there's actually, um, 
there's a book called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And um, there's actually a seminar called The Millionaire Mindset. And so I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, I found uh, something that they said to be extremely interesting, and I want to sort of repeat it back for our, our listeners. They say that there you can actually, instead of um, doing the B word, you can a- actually use the JAR system. Okay, the jar okay. system. And I want our listeners out there to just visualize these jars. You don't have to use physical jars. You can use, you know, you can use a shoebox <laughs> or you could actually, you know, do like we do in the 21st century and use bank accounts. But either anyway, <laughs> any way that you do it, just make sure that you're able to some way if you not if you're not physically separating out your money then have some way to keep track uh, whether it's on a spreadsheet or some sort of way electronically to keep track of where your money is going. And I think that once you start um, gearing your mind towards the financial freedom, mm-hmm. uh, it helps you to move into the next phase of financial freedom, and that's investing mm-hmm. and doing more estate planning. Absolutely. Because when my clients come into my office, um, we talk about estate planning, but one of the other things I try to talk to them about is that financial freedom. Mm-hmm. I use the word budget. <laughs> of course you have. Of course you have. Now you're going to use financial freedom because they don't want to talk to you out there when you say budget. They don't want to talk to me <laughs> when I say budget, but they do understand how important it yes. is to have some kind of idea, some kind of guideline as to how are you spending your money? Right. And are, are there ways to cut back here? Yes. Or, and move your funds somewhere else. Yes. And are you doing a balancing act when mm-hmm. it comes to, yes, you should enjoy your money, but also, yes, you should save, you should invest, and you should plan for that rainy day. Well, the anyway, the secrets of the millionaire mind and the millionaire mindset, um, they talked about this jar system, and I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. And Althea, the first thing that they talked about was – that we need to have a necessity account. Now, what I want you guys to do, if you all receive our uh, email newsletters, you will see a a picture of those prosperity jars, and it's just a a depiction of what you should be doing. We actually, um, in the email, show the jars labeled in each one of these areas, in each one of these um, six areas that we're going to talk about. Um, But basically, the, the whole jar system is being able to look at your income and allocate your income in some sort of systematic fashion, okay? Some sort of systematic fashion in allocating your income. So I want to look at the first what they call JAR or the first place where you need to um, allocate some of your income. It's called the necessity account, the necessity account. Now, Althea, the necessity account, they say you should put 50% of your income in that account. Yeah, five, 55. 5%. I say, because I wrote a, a follow-up article to this, to these six jars, and I say 50%, and I'll tell you why. The one thing that they 
do recommend is they do recommend you adjusting these jars for your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I try to get um, the people who are part of our Mind Your Business Financial Fitness Club, and we'll talk about that a little later. I try to get those participants to see if they could possibly uh, put 50% of their income instead of 55%, 50% into the necessities account. And this account is for managing your everyday expenses and your bills. Um, of course, your bills would be like rent, mortgage, utilities, uh, taxes, food, clothes. Basically includes anything you need to live, the necessities. Absolutely. Now, that's the toughest one I think people are going to have, okay? Uh, but here's the thing, guys. You know, if you can't live off of 50% of your income, are you, you need to ask yourself the question, are you living above your means? Yes. Okay. Um, I know one particular family that was able to retire early. Both of them retired at the age 55 and haven't worked a day since is because what they did is they lived off of the, they were husband and wife and they lived off of 50% income, meaning that they lived off the husband's income and the mm -hmm. wife took her income and invested it in their retirement and in their future. Okay. Um, that's an awesome plan. If you can do that yes. to me, not only is that a good plan for the future, but it makes a lot of sense for your present. Because here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, you never know what may happen, okay? So if you're living off of 50% of your income, if you have a house or a car, utilities and things that one income, a one family income can provide, if something happens to that income, if someone gets sick or incapacitated or loses their job, you don't lose your way of living because the other person can kick in, right? Absolutely. So because you're only living off of 50%, 50%. and so you have a working uh, husband, a working wife, um, you know, a working couple, uh, but you're only living off of 50% of that income. And so that's where I thought the necessities, if possible, if you, if it, if it be at all possible, try to figure out, ladies and gentlemen, how to adjust your living so that you can live off of 50% of your income. Now, does that mean you may have to cut out some of that bling bling? Now, Althea, now see, you guys can't see Althea's face because we're on the radio, okay? <laughs> but Althea knows the answer to this question before she even asks it because she looked at me very sarcastically because she knows <laughs> the answer to that question. And the answer to that question is, yes, Althea, you might have to make some sacrifices to live off of 50% of your income. <laughs> Go ahead, Althea. So, a, so at this time, we're just going to take a short break. Um, but stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. We'll be right back. BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? 
They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's busyfolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click myowntaxreturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click myowntaxreturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on myowntaxreturn.com. That's myowntaxreturn.com. You're listening to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Um, and this, this issue that we were talking about, <laughs> um, doing the sacrificing. <laughs> okay, so, so we're gonna let, we're gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and let our intern in on this show because she's having convulsions over there when we're talking about. So just pull your seat up to the mic. Yes, pull, yes, pull your seat up to the this, mic. These are some Leah, of the conversations because... that we have. <laughs> All you know when exactly. we're going to break. Okay, so 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 here's the problem Leah has, ladies and gentlemen. Leah is is a college student, and of course she's younger than Althea and I, so she can't even envision a time in life without the internet. Of course, Althea and I can't, and so she's having convulsions because I said one of the things you may have to sacrifice is your Directv or your or your Comcast or whatever you're using your cable uh, and your internet. Uh, in your home because there are, way, yeah, there are ways to get around it, right? There are ways to get around it. And of course, she, so Leah, what were you saying? <laughs> I do see how you can cut the cable, things of that nature. I was just saying that you cannot just cut your internet. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> the internet at home is a necessity, period. Like you have to have Like food and water? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so, so here's the thing, guys. I, I do understand that necessities, depending on, uh, what generation you're in, uh, uh, tend to have a different flavor. So, uh, here's what I suggested to Leah. You know, for us, I think Althea and I do live in a society. We grew up in a society. Uh, where we didn't have internet, we didn't even have cell phones, but cell phones have become a necessity almost for us. Uh, and the only reason why it's a necessity for me is because I have decided that the cell phone is the only phone I will use. So I don't have, I have two cell phones. I have one that rings with the office number and I have another one for my personal and I don't have any landlines. So that's, but I a, have a landline. Yeah, but you have a landline. Mm-hmm. That's a decision I made and I was telling, Leah, that one of the things that, you know, that, that you have to think creatively, one of the things that you can do is I know that there's some carriers or some uh, cell phone carriers that give you unlimited data and maybe you have to use your, your cell phone as a hotspot. Okay. And maybe you have to sacrifice that 50 or $60 a month internet 
uh, access uh, bill just so that you can live off of 50 percent uh, as your necessities. As we okay? don't deal with the bling bling in our lives. <laughs> uh, and then we cut back on those things that we don't necessarily need right at this moment. It, it may be something we do something in the future, but right now, looking at our budget, look, I'm sorry. Yeah, looking that's okay. At our plan, you said the B word, yeah. Uh-huh, I did. I said the B word. Uh-huh. Looking at our plan and adjusting um, so that we can accomplish our goal. One of those things may be to not have the internet at home, but on our telephone. Right. That, that, that's just one possibility, guys. Possibility. You all have to become very, very creative in the way that you figure out how to do it. And when we say bling bling, we're going to get down to um, we're going to talk about another account where you possibly could acquire some bling bling. OK, we're not saying that you have to live as a as a pauper or oh, a monk no. oh, no. <laughs> or a monk because. Because Althea and I don't roll that way. We have some, we, we, Althea and I have been able to acquire some pretty nice luxuries in our life, some things in our life, but it can't, it did not come without sacrifice. And Absolutely. that's all that we're saying. So, okay, so we talked about the necessity account. Mm-hmm. The millionaire mindset says, um, live off of 55%. Um, and I say, uh, 50%. Right. Okay. I say 50%. Um, 50% of your income should go to necessities. Now, here's the most important uh, uh, account, I think, anyway. A jar. Yeah. Jar, right. Mm-hmm. Jar is your financial freedom jar, your financial freedom account. Okay? Now, uh, Millionaire Mindset says to put 10% into this jar. I say 15. Okay? okay. So there's where my other five, five goes. <laughs> right. I say that 15% of your income should go into this golden goose, okay? This jar is your ticket to financial freedom, and the money that you put in this jar is used for investments and building your passive income streams. You never spend this money. The only time you would spend this money is once you become financially free, and we'll talk about what that means, and so even then, you would only spend the returns on your investment. You never spend the principal. So you let this money do your work. Yes, you're going to let this money work. You're going to let this money work. So you're going to find some good investments. And when I say good investments, it really depends on what season you are in your life. Althea made a good point earlier. She said that until you've achieved financial freedom, you don't necessarily want to go into the stock market. And I kind of agree with her. There's certain things that are kind of risky. Um, and, you know, you, you can learn the stock market and do the stock market and you can make money at the stock market, but you have to do your homework. And so before you actually go out into the official market, there are other investments that are a little bit more sound, a little bit more secure. And you might want to look into those investments. Those investments could be insurance policies. We've had insurance reps here on um, on the air. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, I'm preaching to myself as well because it took me a while to really understand the benefits of some of these insurance policies. I was not pro-insurance uh, that much. Um, 
And so, but there are some insurance policies that actually grow your money, uh, you know, uh, they preserve the principal and they have a decent interest rate. Okay. So there are some investments depending on where you are in life and how much risk you're willing to take. Um, you need to start putting 15% of your income into your financial freedom. But again, uh, I, think that I think you and I are also agree that talking to a financial advisor that you can trust and yes. get the necessary information from will be helpful to anyone, myself, yes, you're which right. I use, and anyone else uh, to help us to get to this path of the financial freedom account. Yes, that's right. Because that's insurance right. policies and their products, there's some good products that it's going to be beneficial mm-hmm. and can help you in retirement. Right. That's Again, right. Life, life in the state plan is not by death. That's right. It's about life. So That's right. We That's can right. use those products to, to finance our retirement. But there are other products out there mm-hmm. that we should discuss with a financial Right. And that's why, guys, we try very hard to bring financial experts on this show uh, who can talk about some of their philosophies and some of the things that they advise their clients. Now, one of the things that we, we, we try not to do is we don't want people on the show selling you a particular product right. because we know that one product is not a fit uh, one size fits all right Althea? That's correct. and that's why Althea always and I love her for this she always 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 says get a good advisor and check with your advisor and do your homework uh, and, and when you talk to your advisor make sure that you explain your situation to your advisor because a good advisor is not just going to be interested in selling you a one size fits all product or the product that makes them the most commission. They're actually going to be interested in selling you the product that solves your family situation, right? Mm-hmm. So it helps you what, whatever products will help you achieve your goals is what, is what they should be trying to sell you. Right. And, I, and, and these first two jars, the necessity account and mm-hmm. the financial freedom account are accounts that I think we ought to set up in different, have separate accounts for each one of these particular jars that we're going to to discuss. Mm-hmm. But these two are certainly the most important. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Necessities and financial freedom account, okay? So now we're already t- taking up 65% of your income, okay? So okay. 50% for the necessities account and 15% for the financial freedom account. Now, there's an account that they call education account, education account, and they suggest that you put 10% into your educational account, and I couldn't agree with them more. Now, this account is not for your child's education, okay? Uh, I agree with, remember we had Rob on, uh, your friend Rob, uh, and he talked about the fact that he doesn't even advise his clients to save for their children's education because there are too many uh, really wonderful products out here that will help anyone get an education. Um, you know, the, the Hope Scholarships and different yes. scholarships. So what we should be trying to make sure our, our children do is get good grades. If you get good grades, you pretty much can go to college <laughs> for almost for free. Almost for free. And uh, you have to apply yourself. Right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you need to start early. The, your children need to start early. Yeah. If I only knew what I know now, I could have went to Harvard University, free ride all four years. 
You know, mm-hmm. all I had to do was have a decent GPA coming out. Being a minority woman, they would have they they have scholarships. I could have gone a free ride to Harvard four years. So it's always about OPM, other people's, people's money. money. <laughs> Absolutely, other people's money. I could have used other people's money, right, to That's get right. an education. Mm-hmm. So what we have to do is we have to educate ourselves on what's out there and available for our children. Um, and more so than saving every penny for their education, we want to encourage them to be responsible for their education. Yes. Okay. But the education account is actually to further your education. We're talking to the parents or the adults out there who are actually uh, participating in this financial freedom plan. This 10% is for your education and your personal growth. One thing that is very near and dear to my heart is you cannot stop growing. Just because you're an adult, you have a family, you're taking care of other people, you have to also continue to take care of yourself. Yes. And so we want our listeners to grow. We want our listeners to invest in themselves. Okay? And you can say that this kind of education account to um, purchase books, um or take courses uh, or anything that has educational value, maybe to um, enhance your career. Absolutely. Um, or start a business. Or start a business. You know, investigate, start yourself. a business, brand yourself, start a business, use this to grow. This is your growth account. You, you know, you are your most valuable asset. So this is your account to invest in yourself. We want you to invest in yourself. So, okay, you're going to put 10% into your education account. You are going to invest in yourself. You are going to, like Althea said, you are going to buy books, whether it's self-improvement, whether it's uh, books about history or education or anything that helps you be a better you. Okay. A better, better you. That is what you're going to do. Okay. So, Althea, I need, I want to ask you a question before we mm-hmm. go further because we're almost near a break. Mm-hmm. If you had 10% of your income to invest in yourself for your continuing <laughs> education, you're already an attorney. And so, uh, what, what, what kind of things what kind of things would you do? I think, you know, because one of the things I, I said, if I ever, if I ever get a, a, a little bit more time, I'm going to go back and take some music lessons. God or take bless some you. Dance. <laughs> at, at this time, we're going to take a little short break. But stay tuned. We'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back for Althea to answer the question I asked. you and I got to continue this conversation. <laughs> BusyFolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop-off service for busy people like you. BusyFolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. BusyFolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing BusyFolk.com into your computer or smartphone. 
They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit busyfolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's busyfolk.com. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click MyOwnTaxReturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on MyOwnTaxReturn.com. That's MyOwnTaxReturn.com. And now back to Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson for more of Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone. Okay, we're back. We're back with Althea answering my question. Really? (laughs) Well, anyway, guys, I want you guys to think very long and strong. Althea wasn't prepared for that question, so that's why she had to think about it. If I could go and take a course, it would be something fun, such as baking. Right. Right, because you don't want to take – that's what we were discussing at the break. We don't want to take another bar exam. You're absolutely right. I about know that. exactly, and I don't want to take. I don't want to take. I have to take accounting and finance courses to keep my license. But, oh, so do I. But, but I, I don't want to really have to pay for that. I let the university pay for that. I don't want to pay for that. I want my money to pay for the fun stuff. That the I want to grow in different directions, right? I want to be challenged in different directions, whether it's learning music or you know, um, or learning a new craft or learning something. Um, that I don't already know or or is not part of my profession. Sure. Right. Sure. We're starting starting a new a new business that I think would would be fun, um, and I would do it whether I got paid or not. Right. So so those are things um, those are things that you do with your with your education account. So you're going to invest in yourself, and who knows that ten percent of your income might actually create the next. Uh, Microsoft or the next whatever it, it, it you know you might find that you had a passion that you always wanted to pursue and that's what you're going to do right Althea absolutely okay all right and so the next one is our long-term spending okay. savings and spending long-term savings and spending and I agree with them they say that you should invest 10% of your income into your long-term saving and spending account. Okay. And so Althea, what is this account for? Well, this basically, this is account for those purchases that like a vacation or a home purchase or some type of investment purchase. So we can, con- we can contribute 10% of our income into this long-term savings account because there we can have or purchase those large items that mm-hmm. we may need for the home or like repair. that big SUV you want. Yeah. I th- forgot about well, that no, SUV. It's not the SUV now. It's that, <laughs> it's, it's that Tundra truck that I oh, want. Oh yeah, it's the Tundra. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. I, it's not an SUV. It's the yeah. Tundra. It's the Tundra. Right, it's the Tundra. Well, you can get it out there. You can definitely get it. You can get it through your long-term saving and spending account. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, so you got to do 10%, 10% of your income, okay, 10% of your income. And you can break this down by monthly, guys. This will make it a lot easier, or you can break this down. You can break these percentages down check to check, right? 
if that's going to help you or month to month, if that's going to help you. Right. Mm -hmm. So either way you want to do this, but we're going to take our long term saving and spending account. We're going to use that for home purchase. I also would say that you would use this account to also if you're already in a home, you would use this account to uh, either pay down a mortgage on your current home or invest in maybe a rental property or something else that's going to make you income. Okay. Or, or to save for those major repairs that are absolutely. Going on but I know for me, as far as vacations are concerned, I always save for my vacation. That's right. Because once I go on vacation, then I know it's already been paid for and right. I can really enjoy it. Yeah. Instead of trying to figure out uh, what's not going to get paid because of my vacation. Absolutely. I don't like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that philosophy. So you have a long-term saving and spending account, 10%. Okay. So this jar is for the bigger, nice to have purchases. Yes. Okay. All right. And we're going to recap these guys. If you guys haven't, uh, if you all having a hard time keeping up. Okay. The next one, this is the one Althea has been waiting for. Oh yes. <laughs> There's a play account, P-L-A-Y. You actually get to play. Just like if you were on a diet, you need to have a day, right? A day that you don't eat carrots and celery. You need to have one day to a have week. have that ice cream. To have that ice cream and brownie yeah. together. <laughs> ice cream and cake. <laughs> okay. You need to have one day so that you can stick to your diet. You also need to have a play account so you can stick to your financial freedom account. And we suggest that you put 5% into what? this account. I know 5%, 5%, 5%. Now that I say 5%, I know the millionaire mindset says 10, but I'll tell you why I say five in a minute. Um, 5% into this play account. Play money is spent every month on purchases you wouldn't normally make. So here's here's where you get that $2,000 purse out there. You get that $2,000 purse by putting 5% of your income into a play account until it reaches the 2000 and then you go out and you get that purse that you've always wanted, okay? Or you go out every week, you know, you and your hubby hit the streets, you go out to dinner, you know, go bowling, whatever you like to do, if you like to shake a tail feather, whatever it is. <laughs> you got... <laughs> You guys use the five percent of your income to play. Well, unfortunately, my husband won't feel uh, up to shaking a tail feather because after his honeydew list, you know. He... <laughs> well, well, Althea, I'm gonna have to discuss that with you offline because 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 your husband needs more than a honeydew list when he gets home. He needs to shake a tail feather, and we'll have that discussion <laughs> at the break. <laughs> But anyway, um, this is where you uh, you could and purchase an expensive bottle of wine at dinner, get a massage or just some sort of weekend getaway. Play can be anything that your heart desires. Right. If you're a married couple, then each of you receive your own play money. Uh, you're not allowed to ask what the other person spends their money on. I like that. 
because you know, yes, because I'm a proponent. I am, I, I am a proponent when people come to me for counseling, uh, when they're going through their, uh, marital counseling, they come to me for the financial part. I always tell them one of the most important things in financial counseling for couples is couples need to feel as though they still have some freedom in their finances. I agree. Uh huh. You have to feel like you have some freedom in your finances. And so one of the things that you have to do is you have to allow your spouse their 5% and you have your 5%. He can't question you on your $2,000 purse. If you have, if you have followed this technique and everything else is, is taken care of, like you agreed to do and you want the $2,000 purse, then your husband can't say anything about it. But also if, if your husband goes out and decides he wants a full weekend of golf and his 5% pay for it, then that is his play account. And uh, you just have to be a golf widow for the weekend. So I can't use his play account for what I want. No, no, Althea DeBar Johnson, you cannot. <laughs> you cannot. And I hope he's but listening. I, 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 hope he, I hope he's listening. Mine, and if he's, was, if he's, was his is mine. You know what? I hope he's listening. And if he's not listening, I'm going to email him this show. <laughs> <laughs> definitely will. I definitely will. Uh, so what's mine is not mine and what his is what's not mine? mine is mine and what's his is his oh i know in the play account, in the play account. now the mother right. jars that's all yours out there that's all yours <laughs> okay so now and the reason why i took the the, the millionaire mindset uh recommends that you do the play account uh at 10 percent, and the reason why i recommend five is because I added another 5% to the giving account, okay? Uh, they recommended 5 and I recommended 10. 10. Now, just call it, you know, call it what you want. Yeah, I'm a church girl, whatever it is. But it's just something about that 10% giving. And now that giving can be in any way. It could be to, you know, your church. It could be anything, birthday, special occasion, holidays. But, you know, you you have to give. Okay, you have to give. It is the law of the universe. Yes, it is. It's the law. The law of the universe. You know, the Bible has a lot of uh, wisdom in it. Um, A lot of things that you can learn, um, even on your journey to actually becoming a true believer. There are a lot of there's a lot of wisdom in the Bible. And one of the things that it says is you reap what you sow. Yes. And so sowing has always been a principle in this life. Um, you will find that you will never be without if you are a giver. If, if you have a, a giving personality right out there, you yeah, have a giving true. personality. You have a very giving personality. Thank you. you when, when, when you have a giving personality, when giving is just part of your life, you will find that you will never be the type of person in want or in need. It is just a universal fact. Um, and so we want you to use some money in this jar to give. Okay, give to charity, give to your church, give to your family, uh, whatever that is. Okay, it could be um, any type of financial type of gift. But also, Althea, along with this principle in giving your money is also what? Giving your time. Giving time. Right. So we want you to make sure that as a, a person who is practicing financial fitness on their way to financial freedom, that you never forget to give, never forget to give, never forget to give. It is a, it is a, a, a very important principle. Okay. And I think that sometimes giving your time 
is just as important or even more important than giving your finances. Absolutely. 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 Um, in my practice, I come across a lot of elderly clients and sometimes they're a little lonely or mm. so calling them up, sometimes going by to see them mm-hmm. means the world. Mm-hmm. To them. Mm-hmm. And it also it helps you to kind of stay touch and stay in focus with them just to make sure that they are doing all right. OK, that's mm-hmm. right. You know, just volunteering, um, whether it be, uh, like I say, meal, uh, Meals on Wheels, just volunteering, whether it be elderly or youth or something like that. But giving of your time, giving of your talent is most important. We were not put here on earth to be selfish. Right, absolutely. We not. were not put here on earth to be selfish. We were not even put here on earth to just accumulate wealth and not give any of it away. We were not put on here on 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 this earth just to be an island. Um, we have to give to those who are less fortunate than us, um, and we're going to have to, you know, we just have to get that into our mindset and into our DNA in order for us to achieve financial freedom. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to come right back, and we're going to discuss, I guess, some of the mindset changes that we have to that we have to have in order to achieve this financial freedom plan. And how okay. are we going to talk to our children, our youth about Absolutely. starting this type of process? Absolutely. We'll be right back. You can file your own taxes. It's simple. Just click myowntaxreturn.com. But if filing your own taxes is not for you, they've got you covered. Just click myowntaxreturn.com to reach a real CPA. Most advice is free. Or you can hire a CPA if you're still convinced that tax preparation is just not for you. And they have tax tips that you can use for the upcoming tax season. It's all right here on myowntaxreturn.com. That's myowntaxreturn.com. Busyfolk.com is the dry cleaning pickup and drop off service for busy people like you. Busyfolk.com saves you tons of time. They can pick up and deliver to your job or your home. You decide. No more fighting traffic trying to pick up the kids and the dry cleaning before going home. One less trip means less money spent on gas. And we all know that time is money, right? They also offer wash and fold laundry service and work hard to make sure that their customers know that their satisfaction is their main priority. Plus, business owners love them because they offer pickup and delivery uniform cleaning. They also handle bulk cleaning of tablecloths, napkins, and any other business dry cleaning needs. Busyfolk.com is only a click away. Find them by typing busyfolk.com into your computer or smartphone. They currently pick up and deliver in the Atlanta area, serving Fulton, DeKalb, and Cobb counties. Visit BusyFolk.com to register for an account or to learn more. That's BusyFolk.com. Welcome back to Mind Your Business Radio on TalkZone.com. Here's Dr. Florence Seiler and Althea DeBar-Johnson. Okay, okay. So Althea and I were just talking um, a little bit about how do we actually get prepared to do what we talked about? How do we prepare ourselves to actually move towards financial freedom? 
to uh, because this is not something you you know it's just like dieting right it's, it takes a certain level of discipline okay and I have been far more successful at disciplining myself financially than I have been with food uh, <laughs> But I'm working on the food part and I'm working on the financial freedom part at the same time. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm incorporating fitness into my life and my financial life and also into my body and personal life. Um, and so but but a lot of this out there, according to some of the statistics here, a lot of this needs to be done when we're children. Right. Oh, we yeah. need, so we need to. Even if we guys, if we as adults don't make all the right decisions um, and nobody makes all the right decisions, but. We can learn from our mistakes and we can at least prepare our children yes. um, to move more towards um, financial freedom. It says here that we all have to take responsibility for our financial behavior. We have to use our childhood messages, good or bad, to move beyond conditioned patterns that don't serve us. And so Althea and I always talk about the reason why this program is named Mind Your Business is because we understand that your business behavior starts with your mind. Yes. So it's a play it's a play on words, but it we always know that it is we are here to help people change their mindset, mindset. right? To change their mindset and to break some really really bad habits. So what does it say out there about college students? We There was a survey there, uh, and it said half of the college students surveyed said that they would give themselves a C. Um, when or they were, below. Yeah, or below, right, when they were asked how successful they are in managing their money. And 21% said that they barely keep up with their day-to-day spending or personal finances. 44% would say that they have little to no knowledge of even creating or maintaining a budget. 60% of the college students believe using check a check or debit cards can help build credit. Hmm. And then we have 63% of college students that were surveyed think that a 401k investment are guaranteed. Wow. Okay, so first of all, 21% say that they can barely keep up with their personal finances. When you say 44% say that they have little or no knowledge of creating or maintaining a budget, that comes from the fact that most of us learn, right, from our parents. parents. And so if our parents didn't teach us, then we don't we just don't know. Not only teach us, don't even talk about finances, don't talk about money, don't talk about how is it that income comes into the home mm-hmm. and how it is spent? It's almost like talking about uh, sex. We don't want to <laughs> yeah. talk about that subject with right. our children, but it's a necessary thing in uh-huh. our life. Right, right, right. And sometimes once the the thing about it is we want to try to prevent bad habits before they start. So with your example, Althea, the time to talk about sex with your children is before they start doing it. Okay. Way before you start doing it. <laughs> okay. You don't want to have a sex conversation, you know, once your child is or or you know whatever is sexually active, and then you want to come and try to run interference. You need to have had those conversations with them prior, so that they have some knowledge and and you know understand, um, you know the huge responsibility and step that they're going to take. And just like with sex, with finances, I think that young people talk to their peers yes. about those 
topics and subjects. And the peers don't know any more than they do. That's right. Because it says here 60 percent believe using checks and debit cards can help build their credit. That is not reported to the credit bureau. It's not not at all. Using a check and a debit card doesn't go to the credit Credit bureau, bureau. ladies and gentlemen. That helps you in no way to build credit. And know your 401k is not guaranteed. It is it is more secure than just playing regular stock market, just having a brokerage account. But it is not guaranteed. A lot of people have lost money in their 401ks uh, as a result of, of, of the, the bad uh, climate that we had in our economy. And I think that this we talked about the educational account as being one of the jobs. But mm-hmm. I think also we also discuss courses. We mm-hmm. can take financial courses yes. along mm-hmm. the way. Right, right. Um, I wouldn't even encourage parents to get their children to take a financial course mm-hmm. while they're in junior high and high school so that they have some idea. You can yes. go with them and everyone learns. Right. It's a win-win situation for everyone. Absolutely. And I'm almost to the point, um, Professor Flo, <laughs> that... A financial education or course in school or in college should be mm-hmm. mandatory. Okay. That, well, I have said that. Um, I know at the university that I teach, we have a core curriculum, and it's a liberal arts university, and so we have these core curriculum. And of course, you're going to learn about music. You're going to learn about Shakespeare, even if you're an accounting major. But one of the things that I said to to the, 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 uh, the um, leaders of the core curriculum is that, you know, and the history majors and the music majors need to know how to balance their checkbook. Absolutely. You know, I agree that, you know, accounting majors need to understand something about Shakespeare. We need to be more well-rounded. We don't need to just understand numbers and that's it. But also the creative people need to have more of a um, grounded education as far as the numbers. They need to understand how to do a budget, how to keep their checkbook, how to manage their debt when they get out of school. You know, those things we should be teaching, um, those courses should be mandatory in college. So I, I think that, I think Althea and I have made the point, ladies and gentlemen, that what we're asking you to do for this, for this financial freedom uh, exercise, of course, is to uh, we've, we've told you what jars to use, and we'll, we'll recap it very briefly before we end the show. Uh, but we also uh, want to put out the call to ladies and gentlemen to please, please, please make sure that you that you get an education and that you educate your children so that the uh, the failures uh, in the minority community as, as regards to finances stop somewhere. Okay, we have to stop the bleeding. Um, One of the things that that I did want to talk about before we get out of here, um, because I know that those, you know, um, Althea, those first two jars that we talked about, those first two jars that we talked about um, are, are, we said, are the most important jars. And, of course, those jars will probably give people... The, the most pause, and that was the necessity jar, yes. the 50% necessity jar, and also um, we talked about the financial freedom account at 15%, and so that's 65% of somebody's income. Um, and so I, I wrote an article once that basically said, you know, you know that you have to simplify. Uh, in order to actually do this exercise, you have to simplify. So you have to take a long, honest look 
at where and how you spend your money currently. Yes. Right. And how you do anything is how you do everything. So don't fool yourself into believing, well, there was just this one time. No. We develop, yeah, I know, we develop, uh, my intern is shaking her head, yes. Okay, so I hope we, if, if I got to know one but the intern today, okay, yeah. I'm very, very happy. Um, but how we do anything is how we do everything. And so the more you simplify your financial life, the easier it is to master it. Yes. Okay, so let's, let's just be creative here for a minute. Let's think of some ways to um, simplify uh, what we just talked about earlier today. One suggestion I had was to, uh, we talked about those six jars. What I would recommend to people right now is to, if you can, focus on one financial goal at a time. Okay. So let's take it, let's make it simple. Maybe this, in order for you to get the discipline that we talked about in the six financial jars, maybe it takes you six months. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe the first month you focus on trying to, you know, put your 10% in giving. Okay. You, that's what you're going to do first. You're going to, you're going to master that 10%. I got that. I'm giving 10%. Okay. And then we just ease up. We ease up. We ease up into the other jars. We ease up into our long-term saving and spending. We ease into our um, giving. We ease into some of those other jars. Okay. So maybe what we do to simplify is that we focus on one financial goal at a time. Okay. Um, the other thing that we, uh, you know, that I just thought about in simplifying when I wrote this, um, when I wrote this article is that, you know, in order for you to achieve some of this, you might have to cancel some of those credit cards. Remember Althea, we talked oh, yeah. about that one, <laughs> Rob Okay. Might have to cancel some of those credit cards. And we don't say all of the credit cards, right? No. Um, because you need one for emergencies. You need one for building your credit and keeping your credit. But you might want to cancel some of those credit cards and try to begin a habit of paying for things in cash. And that will let you see where your money is going, right? You start seeing it. Because I'm going to tell you something. When I have that last 20 in my wallet, I don't want to break it. Do you? I don't want to break it. I don't want to break it and I don't want to spin it, <laughs> but I I do that all the time. I cash and carry. If mm -hmm. I can't afford it, mm -hmm. then I don't get it. And then I think to myself, really, do I need what it is that I'm trying to spend mm. my money on? Um, because if I go back and look in my closet or if I go back and look in my cabinet, mm -hmm. I already had it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, you know, I'm wasting some, I'm wasting money here. Right. So, so I do cash and carry a, a whole lot. Right. But I think there's, um, apps and maybe That's Leah can help, help me out with that because yeah, I don't Leah, cause, yeah, cause I don't, she know everything on iPhone uh, and stuff right? uh -huh. on computer. <laughs> help you with the spending <laughs> right. part. Right. Apps that will track, help track your spending. spending. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other thing I think that is crucial I think because George and Benjamin keep talking to me. George and Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Althea is a, is something else. <laughs> My partner, piece of work. Okay, so <laughs> the other thing, though, guys, um, is this is I'm, – I'm serious. This is really a good exercise, I think. Uh, I'm doing it – you know, we talked about comparing this to dieting. I had to do this in, in getting ready for diet. It's like I have to go – like 
I just have to go kamikaze. I have to go, okay, today I'm only doing smoothies like all day, like a veggie and fruits, right? So in, with your finances, implement no spend days. How about a no spend day? Uh, yeah, I like that. You like that? So just, you know, a no spend day. That's challenging. Just, 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 just try fasting from different common purchases, right? So just, okay, so we talked about no, we talked about no um, internet, right? Go for one month. Just do it. See if you can do it for one month. Just suspend it for one month. Leah, stop having a heart attack. Okay? <laughs> Just can't cancel the cable for one month. See how you do. See see how it is. Uh, okay? Uh, you know, Dr. Flo, you better get to these six uh, jars. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. Leah is going to get you. <laughs> okay. But our, so, six, but our six jars is necessity account. Yes. Financial freedom account. Yes. Educational account. Yes. Long-term saving for spending. Yes. Play account, my favorite, and give account, yes, which is yes, another yes, favorite. Yes, 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 yes. If you are interested in these percentages and you didn't capture all this, you can go to our website at www.mindyourbizradio.com. You can go there and get this information, okay? So that's all for this show. You've been listening to Mind Your Business Radio the business education station, your business, your family, your life. Thanks for listening. See you next week.